Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time mouse sheen is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! <laughs> what is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Mouse Sheen Podcast with me, Spooky Ooky Becca Stogner. And me... Ooga Booga Hunter, I guess. <laughs> we're I'm actually wearing we're actually kind of matching right now. I'm in red. And I'm in orange. And you have a black hat and I have a white hat. <gasps> black hats. We're opposites. Does that ring a bell? Black hats. It does. <laughs> the black hat crew <laughs> in college. The black hat right? crew was about the same time in college as the time that we watched the decom that we're talking about today. Oh, yeah. Explain to the folks at home what the black hat crew was. <laughs> so I still have, this is still the same hat. I don't know if you still have yours. Uh, I think not. somewhere. I'm sure I have it somewhere. Um, but me, Hunter, and another friend of ours in college would always like coincidentally wear our black baseball hats on the same day. And so we started like, if we had a group chat, we would send like black, like the black top hat emojis to the group chat <laughs> so we could coordinate when to wear oh, that. We did that. Yeah. And our our um group name was just like the black hat. Yep. Wow, we're trendsetters. We're trendsetters, baby. <laughs> I miss I don't I think I threw away that hat to be honest. Um I this one is falling apart. Cuz it just But it's like my it's this is my go-to like well my hair looks like crap and I need to go to the grocery store hat. Mm. We all have those. So it gets a lot of uh, it's a lot of wear and tear. We all have those. Um, oh man, this has nothing to do with what I'm saying, but you know, like when you're a kid, and um, your parents are like, can you take out the trash, and you don't want to go upstairs for your shoes, so you grab whatever shoes that are in available, and you like <laughs> yeah. put on your like father's or your mother's like gigantic sandals, and just like. <laughs> Flop, 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 flop. I remember there was this one vine, bringing it back to the vine days, of someone in that situation, and he didn't want to go up to um, get his shoes, so he put on his little sister's plastic princess high heels, (laughs) and he was scurrying to put the trash out. It makes me laugh all the time, because it's so true. Hope that, yeah, I hope... um Hope our Disney 411 stories today don't take out the garbage. <laughs> oh, that is good. That is good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it. Disney 411. All right. First story is a little bit of any um, Funko Pop um, fans in the house. Um, apparently, Disney is releasing some Disney Channel-based Funko Pops in honor of its 100th anniversary, the company's 100th anniversary next year. Um, the Funko Pops include, um, that's a raven. High School Musical, Hannah Montana, and Lizzie McGuire. So, uh, and it came to the news was each show gets represented. Um, I think Raven is just Raven. Hannah Montana is obviously Hannah Montana. Lizzie McGuire is just Lizzie. And then High School Musical are Troy, Gabriella, and Sharpay. And we haven't seen any mock-ups no yet. No mock-ups. So we don't know what these look like. Depending on how the Raven looks, I might cop. Yeah, what? Okay. We'll have to see. Funko Pops always have like their most iconic like if you could place them in a lineup you could tell like oh that's supposed to be raven oh that's supposed to be uh so and so i think it's really um tricky when they're based off of like they're supposed to be regular people um you know 
Like, like yeah. for example, the ones that I'm thinking of are like friend, like Friends. The TV show Friends had one, and they yeah. had to put Monica in a chef costume um, because what else are you going to put Monica? In? How, el- how else would you know? Yeah, um, and like they had to put like Ross with his monkey on his shoulder. So it's like <laughs> I that. did see. Um... Somebody on TikTok did some mock-ups of what, like, some Sweet Life Funko Pops would look like. And it was Zach, Cody, Maddie, London, Mosby, and Carrie, I believe. I'd sell my soul for a, for Carrie, a Carrie Funko Pop. Oh, yeah, with the spiky Carrie Martin. <laughs> yes. What outfit do you think... Anything. What outfit do you think Raven's Funko Pop will be? I think it will be the the uh, main titles. Yeah, the, the pink jacket. Yeah, with the mushroom t-shirt. Yeah, it's gotta be. And I think with... Liz McGuire is going to be the pink shirt, the cartoon. Hi, yeah. High School Musical, I think it's going to be... Sharpay is going to be, like, bopped to the top, maybe? Maybe. I could see Troy in, like, the white, um, like, the basketball sweatsuit, like, breaking free. Oh, he's free. definitely either going to be breaking free or get your head in the game. Get, yeah. Um, ugh, wouldn't it be great if we got bet on it, Troy, though? <laughs> I'd... Maybe, I'd pop. maybe. And I guess Gabriella's <laughs> um, will be her we're all in this together. Gabriella's, I would guess, I would guess it would be the blue shirt. Oh, I would guess we're all in this together. The red dress. We'll see. We'll see. You're going to cop? We'll see. You're going to cop? No. No? All right. No Gabriella on my shelves. What about Hannah Montana? <laughs> um, Probably titles, Um, white jacket, green tank, you know, that yeah. look. Will you cop? No. Okay. Well, I don't think so. At least I used to have a lot more Funkos than I do, and I have actively reduced them, like down to the ones that were just given to me as gifts. Yeah. Yeah. So I get that. Well. Yeah. We'll keep you updated on when they actually. I think they're coming out like early next year. Um. So mm-hmm. they have time to like you know switch around some of the mock-ups if they will. Um. Speaking of um release dates, we have a new song from Ali and AJ called "With Love." from Allie and AJ out on 11-2, uh, November 2nd. Love some good okay. Allie and AJ music. Love some good Allie and AJ music. Will you be listening? I'll check it out. Um, one of the funnest concerts I've been to was Allie and AJ. Um, back in the day, I've talked about it before. It was like they like they played like a really, it was, it was like the first ever concert that was very like an intimate concert for me. Um, yeah. Up until then, I've gone to like arenas and you know, stuff like that. So that was the first time it was very like small and intimate, which I found very, very fun. Um, so, I they they went on tour this year, and I just waited too long, and the ch- tickets just got too expensive. Well, they were coming to Nashville in May, and before you moved to New York, I was like, "Ooh, let's go!" Oh yeah, but, and I was like, "Yes, let's!" But then, you know, yeah, plans change happen. and people change. Um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's good. I'm definitely gonna check it out. There, I, if you haven't checked out Alan Age's new stuff, go ahead and check it out. Um, our last story, our last proper story of Disney Four on One, it's a little Wildcat update. Um, from Vanessa Hudgens. So, <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens will always be a wildcat at heart. The actress raised eyebrows in June when she returned to East High in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where the beloved high school musical movies were filmed. Hudgens sets the record straight about why she was there. However much the disappointment of fans, it had nothing to do with rep- reprising her role as Gabriela Montez. 
She goes on to say, my boyfriend was playing in Salt Lake. He is a baseball player. So he was at the field and I had rented a car and I was like, I want to go check it out and take some pictures for old time's sake. Um, the following month, Hudgens um, High School Musical co-star and former lover, I added that. Uh, <laughs> um, Zach Efron also shared a photo of himself on the iconic school grounds. When asked about that, Vanessa said, what can I say? I'm a trendsetter. However, however, Hudgens played coy about her involvement in the upcoming fourth season of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Um, after it was announced mm. that Monique Coleman, Bart Johnson, Allison Reed, um, amongst others, would be joining the Disney Plus series. Um, she says, I don't know. We leave it up to fate. Leave it up to the gods. So. If she wasn't involved, wouldn't she have just flat out denied it by now? She, yeah, I feel like she'd say no. But I don't know. Maybe she wants hmm. to, maybe she wants to like tease something. I also love that, like, I hope her and Zach aren't getting frustrated that are get, they're getting asked about this so much because, like, you know what you did. Oh, they have to. And you knew what the repercussions were right, going to be. Right, right. They know what, they're they're not dumb. They know. I'm surprised Zach Efron went on, like, a press tour recently, uh, and the hot topic was about his jaw, and that's all he kept being asked about. And I was like, no, <laughs> the real news is why were you at East High? <laughs> And no one asked about Where's it. Where's that reporter that was asking the questions about Tanya? Right. She knows. <laughs> that girl. I trust I trust her in the media and no like, one else. Like, she literally went up to her and was like, where has Tanya been? Where's Tanya? Where's Corey? Where's Eddie? CNN? Get it away from right. me. NBC? No, thank you. Inter- I just want this one reporter. Literally. She's the Barbara Walters of our generation. <laughs> she's our grand The Walter Cronkite <laughs> for all of us <laughs> elderly Disney Channel darlings. <laughs> She's on the ground reporter. <laughs> um, along with Shady Pop. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they deserve the shout out. And you know. Yeah, and we know they love yeah. it. So. Um, well, that's the end of our <laughs> proper Disney 411, but we have some Raven some rehash to get into. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Oh boy, this Raven Sorry. <laughs> How do we stop? Um so the A plot of this episode is basically that Booker got his car fixed. So he it, like he has an engine in it. It's drivable. And he's begging Raven to just let him drive to the basketball game. She says, fine, but he can't like he can't have anybody else in the car. He has to come right home after the game. So he ends up giving like Ivy and Neil and some other people rides and they stop for food. And then when he's dropping off Ivy, he gets stopped by a cop. And that goes about how you can imagine. We'll obviously get more into it. And meanwhile, <laughs> Victor sits on Alice's doll's head. Yeah. <laughs> so. If Raven's home does not. Okay. So this A plot, like, obviously it's like a racial justice mm-hmm. plot. It's very well done. It's like very intense. And they kind of end the episode just with that. Yeah. So you don't really get like a joke to uplift you out. You just kind of have to sit and like think about it yeah directed by raven obviously this is like a very raven move i feel like um and then on the other hand this show cannot stop giving me plots about this damn doll Yeah, i don't care about the doll and i don't want it anymore i do not care about the doll it's weird (laughs) so tired of this doll like a family sitcom teen sitcom whatever does a very special episode but you Mm -hmm. still you can't have the whole episode be that because it's not a drama it's not a drama series um 
so like while it's a very serious topic we have to like go back and check in on the crushed doll and how they're doing um which is you know it's kind of like a wait what's happening and then you immediately get like they have a scene where Alice and Victor are doing like science surgery on Tasha to fix her head and right after that Victor has to run out the door to save Booker and is now the time to talk about Ms. Rondell, Sher- Rondell. Rondell Sheridan Emmy nominee. <laughs> he better be. Emmy nominee Rondell Sheridan. This is, oh my gosh. Like he, so obviously the cop is like wanting to see Booker's ID and like profiling him and being really, really rude. Mm-hmm. And Ivy starts filming because she knows what's up. But Victor comes around with his ID and is like, this is my grandson. Like, because the cop is saying that Booker stole the car because his name isn't on the registration. But as soon as the, as soon as Victor turns around, the cop kind of has a change of heart and Victor's like, I'm going to tell police chief Thomas all about this when he's in my restaurant for coffee tomorrow. Um, do you, are you having the same idea I have about what he said? Police chief Thomas, Eddie Thomas, that's I saw that theory. I don't think Eddie would be police chief though. <laughs> Maybe it's I think it's just a name. I don't know. Raven did. If they had established in the first season that Eddie's dad was a cop, uh, it could be it's Eddie. Not Eddie. <laughs> what if it is Eddie and that's Raven did direct it? I don't. She did. Just saying. Um, I don't know. I I think that was just a throwaway name. All right. But then they come back to the house and Booker and um, Rondell have this very like intense and serious conversation about how like they don't feel safe in the world but sometimes that's just the way it is and then raven comes in at the very last second to add to heighten the emotion everybody claps yeah um yeah it's i mean there's not that much more you can say about it it's just like it's very like a sequel to the raven that's a raven episode of her (laughs) when there's smoke (laughs) no of when her getting um not getting hired at the mall. Raven? Oh my god, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like a sequel to that where she the um she wasn't hiring like that. Also, where has Cammy been? Whom? Cammy, Booker's girlfriend? Oh. We have not seen her in quite a while. Oh yeah. Instead, we're getting this new character named Evelyn Dark Soul. <laughs> Who is just like the school goth that they're all suddenly friends with, I guess. You know Disney Channel loves a goth. Disney Channel loves a goth. Disney Channel also loves a 10-minute scene in a drive-thru about how they don't have lemon pies, even though they keep offering lemon pies. Disney Channel loves a lot of things that I don't understand. Yeah. Um, but um, but on the whole, this was a really solid, solid episode up. just for that, like, just for that one. Yeah, solid up. Chunk. I think... Um, Raven's Home's the only show that could do this for uh, yeah, absolutely. a number of reasons, but it's interesting. I don't know if it's interesting. Well, maybe. I wonder why it took them this long to touch on a topic like that. I don't know. Um, honestly, maybe they were waiting for Rondell. Maybe. Because they know how good he is at moments like these. And like... <gasps> Part of the reason I think Raven's Home is the only show that could pull it off is because of these three characters, like, genuinely having chops. Oh, yeah. Booker is a great actor. 
Yeah, Booker's great. Rondell is great. Raven is not involved with the situation very much, but she's obviously great as well. Yeah. I'm wondering if we're going to get a good, since the episode ended kind of like no resolution, if we're going to get like a part two of like the after effects. So of it. the description of next week's episode says Booker starts acting like a child after his encounter with a cop. Okay. So nice. Um, yeah. We're getting... So whatever it is, I think is going to have some sillier repercussions than the um, repercussions. The situation. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. It's going to have some sillier repercussions than the initial situation. But I yeah. do think. I, I think if you are going to tackle something like this, especially like on a teen show or a sitcom, family sitcom, if they're smart, they'll like. What happens after that? What yeah. Do you, what is? What do you do? Um, but I really, really like that they did go out on that last moment instead of bouncing back to Ivy and Neil, like, yucking it up or something. Or, like, Alice and Tasha, which they could have easily done. Yeah, like the like a, like a tag. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I think it would just, like, um, undermine the whole thing. You kind of, mm-hmm. like, want to. It definitely would. See? And a uh, quick little commercial report. Oh, yeah. Something very odd. There was an ad for the Disney Plus show Big Shot. Starring John Stamos? Yeah. And the ad ended with, hey, parents, check out Big Shot on Disney Plus, which is the first time I have ever heard a Disney Channel ad cater directly to parents. Uh, wait, I've seen that. When I saw a commercial for Hocus Pocus, it said, hey, parents, Hocus Pocus 2 is now on Disney Plus. Is Hocus Pocus 2 not for the kids? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I don't know what's going on with that. I guess the kids are probably like, what is this? Right? Like, how do I turn this on? Um. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to see part two of this episode. Yeah. And we have a confirmed Tanya date. We do. She's coming mid-November, everyone. Yes. I think, and then, so that's the season finale, right? So what we, what I looked at was the Tanya episode is technically the season finale, but they're having a Christmas special in December. So. Okay. In the storyline. It's Tanya's, gotcha. Tanya's like the last, but then it's like Christmas. So once again, they'll leave us dry on the rehash for a couple weeks yeah. and then we'll have, we'll have but some Jimmy content. But I'm wondering, you. this is just speculation of the Tanya episode. What if like there's a resolution and Tanya's like, I'm moving back. Um, and then it's Christmas and she's gone. <laughs> <sighs> Which is so Tanya of her. <laughs> she's in London. Sorry, back to London. <laughs> back to London I go. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Well, that's the end of our proper Disney World one. All right. And it is also the end of our month of frights. Good. I was getting scared. <laughs> October is coming to an end. All through this month, we've been covering, of course, iconic Halloween content on the Disney Channel. This year was a little interesting because we asked you guys yeah. what Halloween decom we should cover. We had to do a runoff. A runoff. Between um, Halloween Town 2 and Twitches. And, and so fitting that we just m- mentioned Hocus Pocus 2. I know. Because we're talking about more witches yes. today. Um, yes, we're talking about Twitches, obviously. So Twitches premiered on October 14th, 2005, watched by 7 million viewers. Obviously one of the top Disney Channel premieres of that um time um in the four subsequent airings during its first weekend the movie drew a total of 21.5 million viewers and was the week's nice. most popular cable program obviously it spawned nice. a sequel twitches 2 which premiered about two years after that 
and it stars Tia and Tamara Maori. And it's a fun, a fun, a fun, fun time. Um, and it is technically canonically a Halloween film as well because it all takes place in one day, I'm, and that day is October 31st. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if your movie has witches as the main plot, I feel like it has to take place sometime in October, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, but it's like happening on Halloween. I like always forget specific. watching the movie. I always forget it. everything takes place in one day. Right. Cut to, I completely Cut to the end. They're like, what a day we had. I was like... When did this movie start? And what time? Right. Like 7 in the morning? 5 a.m.? I mean, by the time they get to the end of it, I'm like, if that had all happened in a day, I would be like, that was my last day on Earth. I can't do anymore. Uh, what is your first uh, reaction of Twitches? Like, when? what do you think of Twitches? So I enjoy Twitches a lot. I didn't watch it growing up, but of course I have the sense memory of the moments from the ads where they see each other and scream for the first time yeah. or go Twitches, yeah. go Twitches. Um, <laughs> my first time actually watching it, like we kind of teased at the end of last week's episode was in college. Oh yes. And there was, this was the time it was very early into my sophomore year and I had just started kind of becoming friends with a few people and one of those people was the person I am sitting across from on Zoom right now. It's me, everyone. And, it's me. Um, this was also the time where I was the bookkeeper of our friend group's inside jokes. And every time we had an inside joke, <gasps> oh I would God. write it in a big document on my phone, which I still have. And half of them I look at and I'm like, you couldn't pay me a million dollars to remember what this oh, was. Oh, really? We'll have to go over it. I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember. There's one or two that I'm just like, huh? <laughs> but we were watching this. And I made some joke that killed. It killed. And you're all about, I had to do the killed, next... You're going to go on tour. <laughs> Laugh factory. The next day, we had an improv class. So you had to, like, go down the line. And, like, I would say a word. And then you would say a word that reminded you of that word. And then you go to the next person. And then they would say a word. And then you would say a word that reminded me of that. And, like, all of us had to do it. I think it was to, like, get used to... Like, improv is very much, like, associating things yeah. with other things. So... I started and I said, because I knew it would make you laugh, because we had just watched Twitches and this joke was fresh in our minds, I said toast. <laughs> I'm sure it killed. It killed. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember Twitches a lot more than Twitches too. I mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I loved everything like magic and especially like finding out on your birthday that you have special powers. Um, I love, yeah. I love, I love that lore of magical beings like on like the 16th birthday or like a big birthday milestone all of a sudden all their powers come um so it's is this uh the oldest stars of a disney channel movie they're turning 21 i was thinking that yeah the characters are turning 21 in this movie and not a drop of alcohol is spoken of right and you know how old t and tamara were at this time older than that i bet 27 oh (laughs) <laughs> they said we can't make you 27 we'll make you 21 because because you know twitches is based off a book a book series mm-hmm. so i'm assuming in the original books they're like 15 but of course you can't make t and tamara 15 it's not like the 90s anymore um 15 yeah so they're right on the money yeah, so they're right around like supposed to be 15 in the books but of course when you cast yeah. t and tamara which i'm so glad they did um because I think Disney really wanted to do something with T and Tamara, but they were trying to find the mm-hmm. perfect thing to do. Because 
Sister Sister ran on Disney Channel as reruns, like, all the yeah. time. Like, it was part of, like, their lineup. They even gave Dis- uh, T and Tamara a Disney Channel wand ID, and they said, hey, we're T and Tamara from Sister Sister. And, like, it was, like, so I really think they were trying to find a perfect thing for T and Tamara to do. Um, well, they already knew that the concept of them being sisters reunited worked very well. <laughs> and it's very if, similar to the first episode of Sister Sister because they also bump into each other at the mall. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, so it's very... They, they're like, oh, we got this. We know how and to And then this it. was also like... This was 2005. Yeah. So the imagery throughout this movie is very... Layered. Hogwarts, Narnia. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I, you know, I you got the you have. <laughs> No, the opening shot is literally on a castle that looks just like Hogwarts. Okay. Well, since we're talking about the opening shot, shall we start getting into it? Yay. Okay, so we kind of get like a little backstory of what led up to the Twitches being separated. And there was this darkness overcoming the kingdom of Coventry. Ooh, it's all mystical, and I loved it. I loved it when I was a kid. Otherwise known as the smoke monster from the final seasons of Lost. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was, like, literally, like, taking the whole kingdom by storm or something. Yeah. And they just, like, literally, the twins, like, were, like, a second old. And they were coming yeah. after them. And, and I think there's there's a prophecy or something that, like, twin witches will be born, and they'll be so powerful. Yeah. That um, they can defeat it. So you see Floop, or he looks like Floop. Oh, yeah, we have. He um, reminds me so much of Floop. We have, oh, wait, the dad in the beginning? Or, Korsh? Um, or Korsh. No, it's Korsh. Korsh. Uh, <laughs> no, but the, no, you see. Oh, Korsh, not Korsh. Wait, is this, you don't, oh, we don't see the dad just yet. That's later. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, you just see the prophecy. Yeah, we have... Yeah, Ellie. and it's like you see someone running in in a cape and they, like, set the babies down in the center of the floor. Yeah, that's, an iconic, the that's an iconic moment of the yeah. movies. Yeah, and one has a moon and one has, a, like, a sun star necklace. Um, and the darkness tries to get the babies, and but they're so powerful that the darkness can't get them. And that's when Ileana and Korsh... Um, a, la, a la Voldemort trying to kill Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> and so they get two... To save the twins, they have to be separated and yeah. come into our world. Um, like Harry Potter? Like Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> and then they have to be, re- like, and they can't reunite until they're 21? Or is that the, or, like, the prophecy is, like, when they're 21? I'm not sure. I was kind of fuzzy on that. Yeah, All I too. knew is that, so, Karsh and Ileana are these people from Coventry, which is the other world, and they're basically the guardians of um, yeah. the girls. And they keep saying that they like weren't supposed to interfere. So I think maybe the prophecy was just like they meet. Yeah. I don't know if it was like they meet when they meet, but they're not supposed to like hurry it along. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think, I, think, I think they were hurrying it along because the darkness was like coming back. And that's mm-hmm. why they were like on a time crunch. So that's why when we cut to present day, they're like, okay, we got to get them together. Um, so Karsh is dressed like Floop, but more maroon, like with a cape and like smeared eyeliner, but the spiky hair. Mm-hmm. And Ileana is dressed in like someone's curtains and a Greek goddess headband, basically. <laughs> and they try to set them up the whole movie as this comedy duo. And it, it didn't. They are improv like. 
nobody's business. There's so many scenes where like Tia and Tamara will run away and it will just cut to the two of them and they'll have some conversation and mid sentence they'll just chop them off and like cut to another yeah, scene. Yeah, and it's it's about like nothing that has any point yeah it's never about it's always like this is just like that time at a party that you threw up your snack like okay you didn't have to take it there and that's exactly how they talk Um, but we get our first jump scare from the little girl in the the witch mask oh my god wait i was hold on um there's a moment we know how we always talk about how disney channel is notorious for um bad dubs Oh, yeah. Bad ADR. This whole movie is bad ADR. Horrible. It's so but bad. But there's a moment I noted specifically in one of the opening scenes where Karsh is running with the baby to go set the baby somewhere safe. And the line fully says, it's okay, little one. I know we're going to be safe. But you can see the actor, lips shut, looking like down and away at the baby. Are they supposed to be in New York? I don't know where they're supposed to be. I mean, if they get the traffic isn't giving New York. Yeah. And the way like. Alex's Cameron's house really isn't. It isn't giving. Yeah, it's probably like anywhere anywhere USA. um, The font in the opening credits is so ugly. I'll give anything for a decom not to use (laughs) Times New Roman. So when I saw that, I was like, like, finally. It's like weirdly yellow with a black outline. Yeah. And they play it. They put it with this music over like a bunch of random shots, and it was the. It was giving me um, low-rent American Horror Story opening <laughs> credits. Oh, interesting. So the twins are obviously Alex and Cameron, but their mm-hmm. original names are Artemis and Apollo. Yeah. So, so <laughs> there's that. <laughs> and we'll, we'll get to when we talk about the bomb, because I really want to talk about the bomb. But the names in this yeah. universe don't really make sense. They surely don't, because you have, you obviously have Karsh and Ileana. Yeah. You have Apollo and Artemis. Yes. You have Thantos. Thantos! And the mom and dad's names are Eric and Miranda. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What kind of kingdom is this, anyway? It's Coventry. It's Coventry. Literally, they're like... All the... To my knowledge, all that is there is that busted castle and just miles of nothingness. Yeah. It's like a castle, like, in the air. It's like, let's yeah. go to Coventry. I'm like, do you really want to go to Coventry? To Coventry. Like, there's not even a McDonald's out there, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but we open on, obviously, we said it's Halloween, and it is each of the girls' 21st birthday. So we see Cameron first, and she's got, like, all this art up on the walls that she drew, which is very important for later. But her parents come into the room to surprise her with a birthday cake. The mom and dad are one of those Disney Channel couples mm-hmm. that wants to jump each other's bones every other second. I, they are in love. The, the scene with Cameron and her parents was so cheesy. Yeah. It was like, ugh. When the, the mom, like her and the dad start fighting with the icing on the cake. And the mom's like, no icing on the wallpaper. And they're like, <laughs> Why is that something you have to say? Yeah. No icing on the wallpaper? But Cameron is clearly like she's kind of living a, a posh Mia Thermopolis post Genovia. Like she has multiple closets. Her home is very nice. Yeah, they're throwing this whole Halloween ball for her birthday that night. She's clearly very well off. And then we get the jump scare of a little girl in a witch mask. Foreshadowing. 
Because they're witches. Going boo. <laughs> and and <clears throat> what's her? Alex. Alex. I wanted to call her Lauren for some reason. Um, Alex wakes up on a couch with a little girl in a witch mask in her face. And she has brought a bowl of cereal with candy corn on top. I will always remember that. It, I love candy corn. That's too much. I don't really like candy corn. I really do. I got a candy corn cocktail the other night. Ooh. It was yummy. It was like butterscotch with ginger beer. And then they put little old pieces of candy corn in there. And they were hard as rocks. But you best believe I dug everyone out and ate it. And speaking of like, we just talked about like weird names. Alex lives with her friend Lucinda. Um, <laughs> just like, that's her friend's <laughs> name is like Lucinda. I know. So you're like, what? These names are very interesting. So, like, every other person has a wonky name. Or, like, for every five Carshillianas and Lucindas, you get one. Eric. <laughs> um, yeah, and Alex has been living with her friend Lucinda and, I guess, her mom and her... Her mom died. Yeah, her mom like passed away recently, three months before the movie. Um, mm-hmm. And so now she's living with Lucinda's family, like, on the couch until she can kind of get Which on Which is basically... Feet. Lucinda, who is a waitress at a restaurant, and then her little sister, and I think their mom as yes. well. And it's their 21st birthdays. Both Cameron and Alex are living very different lives. And uh, Alex is spending her 21st birthday looking for a job, hunting for jobs. Which I can get. Um, well, we then, have this. It's not really of importance, but we have this brief scene um, of Cameron and her dad playing tennis before we see um, the twins meeting each other. Yeah. And it's just to establish, I think, that that she's throwing a Halloween ball for her birthday. But the dad playing tennis in this scene, he's throwing himself around like a crash test dummy oh, yeah. for no reason. Oh, yeah. He is very much... He um, is leaping for the ball, falling on his chest, uh, slamming into the gates. And then right at the end of the scene, he jumps over the net and lands right on his chin. Ouch. Like, he looks like, the, like, all of these look like they really hurt. And he's just like, ooh. Physical comedian. Ooh. No, but that scene is important because um, Cameron runs to the phone and goes, oh, I'll get it. And then it rings. So, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's funny. It's to establish she has powers. I know, but just the implications of that are funny because Disney Channel is so bad at their ADRs that I would have just assumed it was a mistake. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No, because then they go, how does she always do that? Because the same thing happens to Alex when her and Lucinda get on the bus. Alex mm-hmm. goes, oh, tell your mom hi for me. And then Lucinda's phone Yeah, rings. she does. And then Karsh is on the bus. Yeah. And he leans over and is like, so wild to have powers like that and alex is like who are also, you there's random moments in this movie if you look at the background people are like in costume randomly like at random it's times Halloween. i know but it's like where <laughs> you're at a restaurant and everyone else is dressing like their normal selves and then you see like a random person in a goblin mask like eating their french toast and you're like wait what <laughs> It's very weird. Maybe the extras showed up and they were like, they only had enough Halloween costumes for five extras. So they just. Maybe. You never know. But yeah, then like they're, they keep having these near misses where like Alex is on the bus and Cameron is in the car behind her or like they just keep having these moments where they walk past each other and they just don't see. 
And Cameron goes into the store with her friend who looks like knockoff Alison Brie. Yeah. Alison Gouda. Alison Gouda. Yeah, because her... <laughs> oh, what happens... Yeah, a lot, like one of the big um, misses is... So Alex is on the bus. Cameron like r- drives past the bus. And then they're walking. And the whole day... Cameron is like, I think something crazy is going to happen today. Like something like is happening today. Yeah. Um, and then you see Alex get off the bus and then it cuts to Cameron like flabbergasted. And you think, oh my gosh, she just saw her twin. And then what Cameron sees is um, her favorite store is having a sale. So she runs past Alex. Yeah. Um, and that's when Ileana. Ileana pops out of the store and like just starts kind of complimenting her. Yeah. She's been watching her. Like- her whole life yeah but like to them these have got to be the weirdest stranger interactions of all time because first of all why are you dressed like that it's halloween you just said that (laughs) well if i don't know no it is weird like if someone was like okay especially like it's weird if somebody dressed the way that they are dressed leaned over to me and was like it's so interesting that you have powers and you look different now yeah i'd be like huh do i know you i'd be like get away from me get away from me um, so, but they're trying to set the trap of the twins meeting. So, yeah. like, Alex is looking for a job, so she keeps walking past the display at the mall, and Karsh is trying to veer her into the store to meet Cameron for the first time, and he kind of does the thing with his hands to put some signs up on the door or the windows. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're hiring. We're desperate. We'll take anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Which is- and she comes in and starts talking to this lady trying to get a job and it kind of turns out that this store is like really really uppity and like one dress is six hundred dollars and you see an employee come up to alex and hand her something and be like oh here's that shirt you asked for yeah she's very confused by but the lady behind the counter is like being so mean to her yeah it's like and flaming her and then so alex walks away no and then she turns around and comes back I would love to talk about. I would love to talk about the way it's retail. Like, just let her have the job. She's right. I mean, she flames her and is basically like, "Your fit is shabby. <laughs> Get um, out of my store. You don't have." And then Alex turns around and comes back up and says something else to her, and she dismisses her again. And then she walks away, turns back around, and in a very fake voice is like, oh, my God, I love your shoes, and then smiles, and is like, see, I was acting. And she's like, fine. Which then the girl decides to, like, suddenly be nice to her and compliment her jeans. I think it's like, okay, you can act like us, so you can have the job, like, kind of thing. Well, yeah, but then, like, once they have the conversation, like, they start talking for a little bit after she says she can have the job, and she's like, um... Alice comes back and is like, oh, I really do love those shoes, though. And the girl's like, not as much as I love your jeans. Yeah, it was really weird. Which basically five minutes before she was like, take your little farm jeans back to the farm, Dorothy Gale. (laughs) It's just weird because she literally was like, fine, you can start today. That is not how jobs work. Right. You can start right now. Go pick up this clothes. I'd be like. I need need my W-2. Right. I was like, you did not even take my social security (laughs) number. What are the benefits? You didn't make a copy of my ID in the back. (laughs) What are my benefits? What am I? What am I hours? What am I hours? What is the wait? <laughs> First of all, <laughs> literally, Alex, are you that desperate? Alex works her whole first shift, and they're like, "Oh, we actually just feed you one packing peanut as you walk out the door as compensation." For the like, day. what if there was a, a dress code? Like, you have. Well, apparently there is. 
I guess so. But when she immediately Speaking just started, of dress code. but when she immediately started cleaning out the um, the fitting rooms, I said, "This is there's this is very illegal." Right. Right. Are you on the clock? But, yeah. No. She, she didn't even clock in. Well, how could she? She has no information in the database. Exactly. Um. But speaking of dress code, the outfits that Tia and Tamara have on in this scene oh, are burnt into my brain. The like little sweater and orange dress. That yeah, Tia, the little Tamara sweater has. and the dress, and then the like the purple headband yeah. with the jacket. Um, and then of course they we get the scene run into each other, and they, and they scream. They scream, very <laughs> reminiscent of sister sister. Have you seen that? It's very like. Mm-hmm. You think they would at least not do a mall? Because <laughs> which is why Cameron jumps immediately into being like, "You are my sister," and Alex is like, mm, "No." Yeah, Al- well, Alex is like, "This is weird." Cameron's like, "I knew something amazing was going to happen today," and then they kind of go. Cameron kind of does a outer monologue, being like, "Well, we were both, we were both adopted. Are you adopted? I mean, I'm sure. Why would they give up just one of us?" Um, and we're twins. We're sisters. Like, is it your birthday today? And imagine running into someone who looks just like you. And it's their birthday today? Yeah. How, wait, what, is, what does the parent trap say? It's like, because in the, it's weird. In Twitches, they, Cameron immediately assumes their sisters and related. In the parent yeah. trap, when they see each other for the first time, they just think they look like each other. Right. And Lindsay Lohan's characters are looking at carbon copies carbon of copies. themselves, whereas Tia and Tamara are at least like separate people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Imagine looking. I mean, part of me thinks that like if I saw someone that looked exactly like me in public, it wouldn't. It just wouldn't compute. Do you think just because the fact that Cameron knew that she's adopted, that she's like, oh my god. Yeah, because then she is, immediately is like, are you adopted too? Like, you. I feel like if I that, had that but... family history of I knew I was adopted and I found someone that looked really, really similar to me, I'd be like, yeah. Um. What? Then that makes a little bit more sense. I would, but I don't think my immediately thought would be, "Oh my gosh, my long lost twin." I don't know. Right, I'd be like, I'd be more maybe like, this person is related to me in some way. I'd be more like Alex, be like, "This is weird." Yeah. Um, and then Alex runs away, as she should. Um, and then mm-hmm. Cameron runs after, her and they grab each other's hands, and time slows down. Yeah, like traffic stops. Everybody around them just kind of slows down. It's very bizarre. And then they let go of each other's hands, and the mannequins in the in the window dresses fall off. They all get stripped, they're and they're frozen into weirds. <laughs> and, and then and then Tamara Maori goes, "Now that was weird," which is you know, and it was weird. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are ha- weird happening, and it's only like no, what, what, is, doesn't the, what time do we think it is? Um, <laughs> noon, eight in the morning. No, it has to be eight in the morning. Like, there's no way all this action could happen if the day started at noon. Well, how does the time work with like going back and forth to Coventry and stuff? You know, you have to factor that in. True, I guess when they go through Coventry, it's like maybe like a does second. Coventry abide by Narnia rules where like years and years and years of your entire life are minutes? Um, yeah. Or oh my like, god! Imagine the implications of being the Narnia kids, living like forty-five years of your life, like. <gasps> All highs and lows, experiencing an entire like lifetime, going through puberty, falling through the wardrobe, and suddenly, it's, it's, it never happened. It's like it never happened. Would you be? Now, did their memories fade? And welcome to the Time Machine episode of Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> um, but it's Disney. It's Disney, right? Um, but in Narnia, did their memories fade? 
when they went back? See, I don't no, think no, so because no, they, go, because back they go, back go back more. Yeah. Imagine being like, I'm 12, but I know what a 40-year-old feels. I just can't imagine like the mental toll that that takes. Like now your brain is like a 40-year-old brain, fully right. developed. Insanity. Um, anyway. But that's, that, that's not happening here. Right. No one is aging. <laughs> No one is aging. But doesn't the um, the store employee gets mad and thinks that she, like, stole the dress because she ran out wearing it? Right, yeah. And then Cameron gets her fires. a lot. Yeah. Fires, <laughs> fires Alex. Alex. I'd be like, I didn't even put in my name for paperwork. Yeah, I'd be like, okay. Like, okay. You never took down any of my information. <laughs> <laughs> but Cameron gives her a lot of cash to uh, get the dress, which is, like, the flex of carrying a lot of cash and just giving it away. Right, that dress was six hundred dollars. I'm not a fashion person, but that dress should not have cost six hundred dollars. That's like something that dress you could was find thirty-five dollars at Plato's Closet. Right, I, I was like, it. that's something like, um, what's that? My sister used to go to this uh, um, Club Lulu. My little sister used to go to Club Lulu, like limited to. That is something that she would find at a, like a party store. Right, <laughs> and Club Lulu clothes come free with the party, so I know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you, you would do they they bring out a rack of clothes for you and everybody puts on an outfit and then you make a video doing karaoke you're like i look just like tamara from twitches <laughs> they're like that's the actual dress <laughs> from it's six hundred dollars in monopoly money there's simply no way no. but yeah the, the sheer flex of just pulling up a couple crumpled hundreds just like here handing it to this lady. here <laughs> so then i think work. we cut back to um Coventry, because this is the moment where we see a woman. She's running, and she is yelling something. She's going. She's going. Santos, Santos. Like literally, it's her own. Well, her her amulet um, blinks because Cameron and Alex have reunited. Um, yes, and they are both cause, alive. Because her amulet has the sun and the moon together. And mm-hmm. Alex and Cameron's are the sun and the moon separately. So, yeah, she's running down the halls. We get so many shots of her running down the halls going, Thatos! The way she is running. Yeah. It's very Hillary Duff. Oh, I was going to say it's very... Have you ever seen the show Madeline? You know when the nun is like, something is not right. And keeps like running and the hallway <laughs> keeps going further and further and further out. That's what that reminded me of. Also, fun fact, um, the woman who plays Miranda and Tia and Tamara are only nine years apart in Stop. reality. That's I a- mean, now that you told me they're 27, that checks out. Yeah. Because she's probably like mid-30s. Yeah. That's why she's... Dang! Yeah. And we get the, we get the reveal of Thantos. Thantos. Which the joke was that I think I thought she was saying toast. And I heard toast, so I made it a joke. And How did that become a joke? I don't know. I'm just really funny. And there's probably a chance that whatever I said just, just hit I it. I thought you were probably, like, probably like me at breakfast. Sup, toast? Toast? I know I said something about like needing toast or like, oh, my toast is burnt. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. But it was something to do with toast yeah. that is truly all i can tell you because this was years ago but yeah. um yeah and so miranda tells thantos who is the Bro- leader of of the, of the of coventry he's the guy there's no one in i think there's probably that four four people in coventry and two of them are right. um 
Miranda and Pantos. And the other two were Ileana and Carl. Right, because they, they think... And that's they, all we know. Because they think Cameron and Alex are dead. Right. So let something happen to Coventry. Who's going to lose? Four people? <laughs> right. It's property. It doesn't seem like that big of a deal right. to me. A, the Dark just probably like a property manager just wants to get rid of Coventry to make some condos. <laughs> right. Um, but she is like, the, the girls are alive. I know it. I felt it. And he's like... Oh, Miranda mm-hmm. is acting... Mm-hmm. Acting. She's like, is she? She is. She could. What she's doing could be considered acting. She was like, I, I feel that in my heart. I think in that scene, yes, but then in the whole climax scene, her face is just like. Oh mm, no, that's when T and Tamara take over, and those are the real actresses. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. But then we cut. We cut back. But Thantos to... is, er, the dad's brother. Brother, right? Because she says she married the uncle after the dad died, Ew. which is uh, gross. Hamlet, anyone? Right. <laughs> nice, Miranda. Yeah, that is ew. She's probably grieving, but still. She's probably just like, well, I need to get some dick, and Karsha's taken, and there's only one other. Man <laughs> Literally, <laughs> she's right. And then that's when she was screaming um, down the hallway. That does. That does. Um, but we get Alex and Cameron are Cameron is like literally trying to convince Alex that this is a good thing we met. Um, this is our birthdays. Something cool is going to happen. Alex is very. Oh, like, yes. Because they get in Cameron's car. They get and in Cameron's I always car. remember the scene when Alex is like, this is your car. Yeah. Because it's really nice. And they get um, in the car and they have kind of an emotional scene where. Um, Cameron is just talking about like, oh, what's your life like? I have two great parents, blah, 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 and I'm rich. Um, <laughs> and Alex goes, oh, well, my mom died three years ago, not three years ago, uh, three months ago. And they touch hands again. That's when the car like freaks out. Yeah. And then they kind of, st- they start to find out that they can make things happen that they just kind of think really hard on because yeah. Cameron like switches their outfits. Yeah. And it comes down to every... Um, which um, every which a content has its own lore of what are what spells are, um, and oftentimes they rhyme in some way. But like in Halloween Town, if we're sticking to Disney, it's like very like ancient like text. Yeah. And twitches, it's just your rhyme, like very Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It's just like. Because you are a stinky boy, you can no longer play with this toy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it would disappear. Like, Which, when I yeah. was a kid and I wanted to be, like, magical, I would create um, uh, uh, spells in my in my head. You'd write limericks is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, it was, like, one about TV. It was, like, <laughs> because I'm so bored at home, let me watch TV so I don't have to be any more home. <laughs> they didn't make sense, and I was just trying to... Anyway. Well, that's why nobody came to tell you you're a wizard on your 16th birthday. No, I know. Or I have a, or I have a twin. Dang also, it. the dress, like, comes with a little, like, one of those little half We're still on cardigans. the dress. <laughs> I'm just, why in the 2000s were we so obsessed with those little half cardigans that didn't do nothing? They, we just, <laughs> right. Um, but. Usually they're mesh. So it's usually yeah. just, like, putting eight balls of string on your shoulders. Yeah. So Cameron drives them to Cameron's house, which is the house that Regina George Regina lives George's in. House! In Mean Girls. So you know how um, fancy it is. And 
we get we get a little um scene from the maid <laughs> yeah the way that she's like um cameron is like oh i met i met my sister today and the maid is like great now there's two of you to track mud up and down the stairs like they're seven-year-old boys right. she's 21 she surely can't be tracking that much mud up and down the stairs uh and then they go upstairs because i think what they're trying to do is just get to know more of each other and they just and have like, like a... see they kind of want to see what they can do yeah I think, too because they say that they have like these feelings and like alex writes all these like poems about yeah like, and then you kind of find out that alex has been like writing stories her whole life about, about twin witches coventry and the people in coventry and them and alex no, or, um, cameron. cameron has been drawing like she draws like you see a drawing of um, alex sleeping with a necklace on you see a drawing yeah, of miranda yeah, you see a drawing beat, of yeah. The darkness, which is kind of a gag. <laughs> because the drawings are pasted up all over her walls, and you realize that ultimately this is like one of those serial killer red tape boards, and she just doesn't know it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they're all trying to like get information, and they're like piecing it together that like Alex is like saying, wow, these drawings are like kind of what I've been writing about. It's kind of like exactly what is in my head. And then Alex kind of tells some of her stories, and Cameron's like, oh my gosh, that kind of sounds like exactly what i've written yeah and then they're trying to get like more scrapbooks and stuff to learn more about each other and cameron and alex opens the closet and they're in coventry did you see that big stuff lying in her room yeah aslan <laughs> <laughs> but they're in coventry and yes and they just go yeah and iliana and karsh are there right and i think that's when they tell them sort of what is going on that they they're like we're your father's humble servants even though he's like no longer with us um and they sort of explain the deal because Tia and Tamara have this moment where they both go eh? oh yeah <laughs> they're like the darkness is after you they're like eh? Eh? I, know. I remember that <laughs> but they they show like we get another flashback of it was actually their father who put them in the center of that ballroom mm-hmm. to take them and they enchanted them like their necklaces so if the darkness comes down to them um they'll be undefeated but did you see the baby's reaction when the darkness takes the dad <laughs> the one baby's eyes are like oh <laughs> she's like there goes my daddy the the other baby's just kind of like babying but you one know, baby is like you know <laughs> bug eyes like looks you know that was alex she was like shoot well, yeah because then that's when that's when they find out that like the darkness did try to take them but they were yeah, bounce back, and they cut, they run away, and they're like, "What is this?" I would too. And um, Ileana's like, "They're so nice. <laughs> I wonder if we should have mentioned they're marked for death." <laughs> would you want to know? I just I can't I can't imagine seeing these characters and laughing at them and their shenanigans. I just can't. Oh, it doesn't give. Yeah, well, Alex doesn't want to do the because because the prophecy is like the twins are gonna save the day. But Alex, yeah, has the gift of seeing, like the, the future or whatever. And so Alex knows how the prophecy ends, and she doesn't want to do it. Um, and so then they go back to the real world, and that's when Alex and Cameron try to figure like things out if they want to defeat the darkness or not. Um. 
But in the meantime, we get a good montage of them trying to work their powers out. Mm, I love yes. that. Yes, and then aren't, isn't there also like Karsh and Ileana kind of following them around too? Oh, yeah. Because at one point, Car- uh, Karsh says, sorry? Oh, yeah, because you're like, oh, it was shot in Canada. So- I'm sorry. sorry? Um, yeah, I love a good... This is when they... Because they said, oh, when they were kids, Alex and Cameron would just, like, write rhymes of, like, things they wanted to happen. And so they said, what if we try reading some of the rhymes now that, that we have powers? Oh, wait. We have to, we'll talk about that, but I had to talk about... This is when Lucinda... Uh, meets Cameron. Ooh, Lucinda is jealous. Yeah, she is a grumpy girl. <laughs> She's like, hey, guys. And that's when Cameron's like, no, Alex goes, this is my best friend, Lucinda. We're practically like sisters. Because earlier in the movie, Alex felt bad that she was still living with Lucinda. And Lucinda's like, you're practically yeah. family. And Alex, like, practically Alex is being, like, um, you know, practically being the operative word. And Lucinda's like, because she feels bad about it. But then Lucinda turns that on its head yeah. and uses it. And then she's also like mad that they ordered the same exact thing. I think. Well, and then Lucinda's like, well, my boss said you could put because they're at her diner that she works at. And Lucinda's like, well, my boss said if you want a job, you can have one. She's like, oh, okay, thanks. Lucinda's like, great, thanks for nothing. <laughs> but then we get them testing their powers and. We get yeah. the and they uh, they break a glass, which they would make me mad too. They break a glass and then they get some guy's drink to explode on him because he's being obnoxious. Yeah, because he well he's be on the phone and being rude. Yeah, because whoever starts the spell is like, since you're being so rude and like punches rude with every fiber of her being. This is also where we get the go twitches. Oh yeah, go twitches. Oh yeah, they figure out the like. We're twitches. Like, hey, I, this is when they find out. They're like, we should call ourselves twitches. Twin witches. Twitches. Yeah, they both say twitches at the same time. And yeah. then they're like, oh, my God. I would never. <laughs> yeah, Tia and Tamara on set improv uh, go twitches, go twitches. Aw. So. Well, they also have a moment when they're like, congrats, like patting themselves on the back as babies for defeating the darkness. Oh, yeah. And they're like, go babies, go babies. Oh, yeah, it's no. your birthday. It's your. B-. And then they stop because they realize it actually is their birthday. <laughs> Again, why was that something we were so obsessed with in the 2000s? Oh, yeah. Go some. Everybody go always some. was like, go some. It's, it's your, your birthday. birthday. It's, it's your birthday. birthday. And it was never their birthday. I know. Because you want to celebrate on your birthday. birthday. We get, but we get like a good montage of them just using their powers and. Okay, so what time do you think it is now? Oh, in the one thirty two. Uh, I would say two at the latest. Yeah, two at the latest in the lore of this timeline. So um, we've already experienced a complete upheaval of everything these girls knew yeah. before five p.m. Yeah, um, and then yeah, it's a little montage of them. Their powers, you see, like they stop paint from falling on them. They make some jack o' lanterns more happy. They. they Cast a spell on a group of construction workers who can't call a woman. Yeah. And suddenly all the construction workers are dressed like women yeah. in silly dresses. And for some reason, the spell also applies to Karsh, except yeah. he ends up in an ape outfit with like a bikini on it. Yeah, it's very weird. And Ileana tries to cast a spell to un- like get him out of that, basically. And she tries to make a rhyme with monkey. And he's like, I'm not a monkey. I'm an ape. And Ileana got her only laugh of the movie out of me when she said, well, I'm not Jane Goodall. Okay. I used to quote that all the time. Is that weird? 
That's the weirdest line to Why? And I would just go, well, I'm not Jane Goodall. In what situation? I don't know. Only situations involving monkeys or just all Like, I want to say there was one time when I was a kid, someone asked me about a dog and I didn't know. And I said, well, I'm not Jane Goodall. Well, Jane Goodall probably wouldn't know the answer to that question either. That's not her specialty. She does apes. <laughs> but Alex takes Cameron back to her apartment, Lucinda's apartment. And Cameron goes, hmm, this is where you live? <laughs> I'm like, mm. and it's, it's it's gross. And they're talking about like the darkness, um, yeah. and this entire montage and stuff. Um, Karsh has like little sunglasses that can see where the darkness is and like how close it's getting. Um, little like spectacles. Yeah. yeah. And so this entire time, Cameron and Alex in Lucinda's apartment are talking about like, what about the darkness? What are we gonna do? Um, and Cameron's like, well, we can do it. If we did it as babies, we barely knew what was going on. I'm sure we could do it now. Ooh, and she shouldn't have said that because right. the darkness is here. And it's messing around. <laughs> and, it ha- and it's providing some wind. Because POV, you're the darkness when <laughs> the camera's on Tamara and like a gust of wind. It's like you're the darkness at that moment. <laughs> and so POV, they, you're the darkness when I don't even know what happens. I think he's just sitting on a on like a a stair leg or something, like with his feet propped up. Karsh is just sitting on oh, yeah. like the side of a gazebo with his legs propped yeah. up. And he falls out of freaking nowhere. Comedy. It's comedy comedy. It looks comedy. awful. It looks like he was like uh, uh, whoa. Um so the darkness is now in Lucinda's apartment, breaking things, getting things mm-hmm. caught on fire, and is chasing after Cameron and Alex and almost gets Cameron. And then they, yes. they like, grab hands and the darkness flees and they run into Coventry. Yeah, because I don't know if they knew before then that the darkness could come into no. the IRL world and come after them. Yeah. And so they come into Coventry and Ileana and Karsh kind of explain to them that the darkness can't last a long time in your world, but is going to come after you no matter what. And that's yeah. when Cameron decides she doesn't want to do this anymore. She doesn't want to help. This is just getting too much. Yeah. Each and then Twitch like, has to have their moment where they no yeah. longer want to do this. And then there's like a little subplot of like, is Alex replacing the mom that her mom that passed away with her birth mother? Because that kind of comes up a little Miranda. bit. Birth After they met for like a second, yeah. Yeah, well, because Alex, because Cameron's like leaving, and Alex's like, I'm not trying to replace my mom. Because Alex is very like gung ho, we can do this, and Cameron's like, I like my life. Yeah. And Cameron's like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me, and Alex like, he's like, oh really? Because this is still not the worst thing that's ever happened to me. That's right. Like, Got and him. then Cameron drives away, and we get an into the rush jump scare. <laughs> into, <laughs> into the, the rush starts playing. Yeah. We get a month. Mon- they- but then time goes fast. So guess it's now what? Seven? Like seven, yeah, I guess. Because the, when the party starts. The party. Oh, yeah. Um, it's they, Cameron's birthday party tonight. They completely blue balled me by not giving me the Into the Rush chorus when I thought. So they're building it up and they're like, can you feel it? Can you feel it? And then Cameron gets home and it like kind of fades into the instrumental. Yeah. And then when they start playing the song again later, they play like a full nother verse before they play the chorus. Yeah. I was mad. It was just a tease. Tease for the Alien AJ fans. Uh, But we, so Cameron has decided she doesn't want to help anymore. Yeah. Um, And Alex 
is not going to that party that she was invited to with Lucinda. So we get a little shot of the party and we fun- get about 30 full seconds of nothing but party footage. Yeah. Well, fun fact, say. the beginning of the party scene, that's not actually Tamara Mowry playing Cameron in the very beginning. That's Tia. Um, there was a scheduling conflict and Tamara couldn't be there when they were shooting the scenes. And they said, <laughs> why don't we, yeah, why don't we have Tia? So the very beginning, the first party scene is all Tia playing Cameron. Fooled me. So they're twins. Could have fooled you twice. Um, so yeah, that is Tia playing Cameron. Because yeah, she has this moment where she's talking to her So friend, that's why um, that whole scene is ADR. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I think I definitely wrote more bad dubbing. Yeah, because I'm pretty notes. sure it's Tamara's voice, but it's Tia. Oh, my gosh. Um, she's having a conversation with her friend, um, Alison Gouda. <laughs> I don't remember what the character's name Beth. actually is. Her name's Beth. Um, and she's like, is it wrong to like like my life and everything in it? And her friend goes, uh, this is not an ethics class. This is a party. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so true. I'm like, don't bring the so mood down. True. And then she brings her up to this gross-looking guy with, like, snaggly teeth and a wispy mustache who looks like he smells that's dressed up as Zorro. And he's supposed to be the heartthrob, I guess. So she's trying to get them to dance together. Yeah, to cheer. And, like, Ileana and Karsh are at the party for some reason. And Karsh yells at the friend for (gasps) double dipping. I remember that scene was an important scene in my childhood, too. That was the first time I think I understood what double dipping was. (laughs) Really? Yeah. It was 2005. He yells at her. So would I. He was like, no. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, like when you're at a Mexican restaurant and someone dips their chips in the salsa and then dips their chip um, with the salsa into the cheese dip and then ruins the freaking cheese dip? Yeah. Ooh. I know those people. It's a triple dip for a and reason. S- and some of those people are related to me. Call them out. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. They know who they are. <laughs> Um, so, but then we cut to uh, Alex um, at Lucinda's apartment, and obviously they're not going to the party because Alex is upset because Cameron, whatever. And then Alex and Lucinda have a fight. <laughs> yeah. Just about, I don't know how it well, transpired. Lucinda's kind of like, you know, she's fighting about like Cameron with her, I think, and how she's jealous and. Alex leaves, and she leaves to go back to, I think, Coventry. Oh, but well, oh, what happens is Alex goes, I shouldn't expect anyone to help me. I just I just need to be on my own. And Lucinda was like, yeah. wow. That's a good You're sleeping on my couch for free! <laughs> right. And so that's why Alex <laughs> leaves. This was like when um, I had a good friend who is no longer my friend who had a really crappy car. So my parents let him drive my dad's car for three months for free until he could get a better one. And then when we stopped being friends, he was like, you never did anything for me. You're like, oh, really? <laughs> well, that's what Lucinda... Mm. That's, that's the kind of the conversation Alex and Lucinda's having. And then Alex yeah. like, why am I just sitting here while Cameron is partying and there's a darkness after me? I'm going to go to Coventry. And she goes... Yeah. And she goes, to Coventry. And she opens the door and it's Lucinda! Yeah, all she has to do is say to Coventry. But, um... No, but it's Lucinda! Lucinda. <laughs> Lucinda ends up just throwing on a plain red cape and going to the party because she thinks Alex is there. Before that, when she's in Lucinda's room and wants to go to Coventry, she just goes to Coventry and opens up the door, and Lucinda's just standing there and being like, I would love to be mad in my own room, please. 
<laughs> and then that's when Alex goes to the bathroom and then says to Coventry, and she goes. But she's not oh, in like. So maybe it only works in spaces that belong to you or are shared spaces. Like or maybe she's supposed to be someone else's. It's supposed to be a joke, a gag. Um, I guess. But Fine. she actually enters Coventry in a different way they have been. They're actually yeah. in the kingdom. And Miranda's like, who's there? And that's and that's when they meet for the first time. Yes. It's a me, Mario. Because they're having like she ends up kind of like walking through the castle and having a conversation with Miranda. Mm-hmm. And like that's when Tia that, a little bit. That's when Tia was really acting. When they got reunited with the mom for the first time. Yes. Snot. I love. Tears. Mm-hmm. But she's, like, talking to her about, like, Cameron a little bit. And then Miranda's like, what's your family like? And Tia doesn't um, answer for about mm-hmm. two seconds. But Miranda doesn't really give her enough time to answer before she's like, well, I'm sure you came from a <laughs> wonderful family. Like, maybe she was collecting her thoughts. <laughs> right. No time. No time. No time. And then we yeah, Lucinda does show up at that party in just a red cape because she says something to Cameron about how she was like, I was just being my usual petty and jealous self. Yeah, because Lucinda thinks Alex went to the party. And that's when Cameron is talking to her mom about her. Well, one, she goes, (laughs) the mom comes up to Cameron and goes, I just talked to Beth. You met your twin? I was like, right. I was like, okay, way <laughs> to bypass this conversation so we can keep the black The dad going. also is like standing to the side, hyping himself up to go talk to her. And then as soon as the mom goes to do it, he's like, yeah, baby, you go do that. Very Disney Channel dad yeah, trying was, to do it something. It was a way to be like, visit. okay, now the parents are caught up that Cameron has met her twin. And right. But then she's kind of like, there's more. Yeah, there's more. And... Um, she talks about her drawings and the mom is like, oh, you drew this thing that, um, like that this your dad thought looked like, looked like the scream. And she goes like, which isn't how the scream looks at yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, because Alex can, uh, Cameron can, I'm getting it mixed up. Uh, Cameron yeah. can draw like visions. And so. She has a uh, drawing of someone coming out of the darkness, like attacking mm-hmm. somebody. Um, and so we cut back to, Co- to Coventry. Oh, well, they're, they're talking about it. And like she says, like, you know, there's a sister and we have magic powers. And like these are this is the story. And the mom is kind of confused. And Cameron is like, have I told you this before? And the mom is basically like, yeah, when you we first like adopted you, this is something that you would talk about. Weird. Very weird. Um, yeah, and then Thantos. Thantos. Thantos sees Miranda and um, Alex. Was like, "Oh my gosh, you're alive!" Mm-hmm. She's like, "Yeah, um, we just gotta find Cameron." Um, and he's like, "Okay, I will see what I can do." And then Cameron decides to like find. Oh, we didn't even talk about the darkness like getting the maid. <laughs> Yeah, the darkness starts, like, ravaging the party. Um, like, blows up a bunch of the paper lamps. Um, yeah. And then, like, the maid is cleaning <laughs> in the party room. And the darkness comes in. And the maid just goes, I'm not cleaning that up. Which is so true. Which I this is either. also, the maid has two different encounters with the darkness, too. I'm like, yeah. why is why is he tormenting the maid? Because <laughs> <laughs> he, she, she, he knows she's not going to clean it up. 
But then we cut back the, to oh, when um before Santos leaves for Coventry, when he's like, I'm gonna go, he turns and it zooms in through his eye. Oh really? I didn't catch that. It was very uh, that's a Raven transition. Foreshadowing. That's why I nartished. Um, but yeah, Cameron kind of discovers the the drawing and has to go to Coventry, and she goes yeah. into, and we get another like. Well, she has to get like um, she's trying to find the closet to go. Yeah. We get another and like Carson gag. and Ileana are like trying to help her um, fend off the darkness, and they kiss oh, out yeah. of completely nowhere. Oh yeah. Which Cameron is like, you guys are a couple, and they're like off and on for the last. 21 years um which they gave me very like brother sister vibes so i was quite confused by that smooch Maybe um, and apparently they everything. get married in the second one yeah it's a <laughs> it's a big reveal that they are together but yeah it yeah, keeps it's, the darkness well, takes karsh and takes iliana and then cameron mm-hmm. finally gets to coventry yeah. um but then well, she's in she's, she's trying to get there and the darkness is like about to come for her but the mom opens the yes. door and it goes away because that's very important for later. Yeah, it is. Um, and she tries to, she walks into one closet and can't get to Coventry. So in front of her parents, she turns around. She's like, maybe it's the other one and walks through that closet. And you see like just a shot of the closet for about two seconds before there's a light flash and she oh, made yeah. it. And I was like, wouldn't it have been so funny if she just walked in there and was standing in there and nothing <laughs> happened? <laughs> so true. Um, but then Bentos comes back to Miranda and um, Alex was like, the darkness got to uh, uh, Cameron has died, basically. Yeah, he's like, I tried, but I I couldn't. But he sees them there and they whatever loser Thantos. Yeah, because Cameron's like, <laughs> Cameron's like, oh, uh, I got here five minutes ago. <laughs> whatever loser. Yeah, and so it's revealed that Thantos is the darkness so yeah. the mom has been shacking up with the villain yes and she didn't know what do, you, do you think he would ever turn into the darkness during sex by accident no because then she would know i know but like the thought of that is very funny to me um so yeah so Thantos is out to get the twins yeah but they like they're able to tie him up with curtains yeah i thought you can just become smoke Right, and he but he sits there and gets tied up, and it happens very fast. So he's doing the like, <gasps> yeah, he's like, whoa, like whoa, classic, whoa. very fast editing. Yeah. But then I think he does just become smoke and get out of it anyway. Yeah. So and they're that, all like, and that's there's when, a moment. This is kind of like the final moment. Yeah. It's blowing around. The darkness is facing them, and for a couple minutes, they just yell at each other. Alex. Yeah, yeah. Cameron. <laughs> I think the I think the lighting effects was supposed to make the lights go out, but it's very clearly the lights are still on, and Alex and Cameron are like going, "Alex, where are you? What's going on?" Yeah, they're on? not looking at each other right in the eye, just being like, "Alex, <laughs> They're screaming that the entire time. <laughs> Alex, Cameron. That happens so many times. Donkey. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Cameron and Alex grab hands and they start levitating. Yeah. Because they're trying and to they're think trying of to like out how they like, defeated it. Yeah. And what? And they come to the conclusion that it's not light that kills the, the darkness. The opposite of darkness isn't light, it's love. Mm, how sweet. Huh? <laughs> how sweet. If I turn off the light in the room and say, I love you out loud, I still can't see. 
<laughs> so I don't think. Um, but then we, true. so, because they, they figure it out, because, like, through, because they're, like, because Cameron goes, oh, well, my mom defeated the darkness, so how did that, and so that, so. So what yeah. they do is they just start naming out people they love. So basically every person has had a line yeah. in this movie. <laughs> it's named. They're, like, my mom, my dad, my My sister. <laughs> Stop. My sister. The, of course, the my sister is punched. Yeah. I'm like I'm glad Lucinda got a shout out because you know. But she, also the whole if you know time, if you hear if like you know Lucinda heard this story it's like yeah all we had to say was like say the people we love and her name was not mentioned. <laughs> Lucinda would have been but her. Ooh, she'd be mad. Um, but that whole scene also they're like doing a spinning circular shot around them and I was like I'm gonna borf. Yeah. They don't hurry the scene though. Yeah, and when they say my sister, that's when like the most light comes out. Yeah, and they. I like, I like how I like how Cameron was like my grandparents, my friends, like all in one. But then she singles out Beth, <laughs> right? And Cameron just says her mom, Lucinda, Karsh, Ileana. Ileana. <laughs> she's like she's racking her brain. She's like, what are names of people? She's like, oh, uh, the mailman. <laughs> uh, my manager from earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> But of course the darkness. The maid. Defe- the maid. Of course the darkness gets defeated. Ha ha. Of course. It's very. This whole final battle is pretty quick. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Once. The movie was kind of over really fast. Yeah. It's a. It's a lot more like build up and realizing what is happening than actually something. Yeah. Because everything kind of gets solved in like the last ten minutes. Yeah. Because everyone goes back to the real world, including Miranda. Yeah, all the, the darkness just like spits everyone out and they're all fine. Yeah. Literally, everyone's <laughs> fine. I thought, I thought y'all, like, because Miranda got captured too. Right. And Miranda's like, I knew you could do it. I'd be like, were you in limbo or something? Yeah, where were you? <laughs> where were you, Miranda? <laughs> but then, yeah, we cut, the movie ends with a big. I know. I feel like we're very, like, rushing the ending, but that's the ending. I mean, that really is the ending. I mean, they go back to the party for a second. You see the maid with crazy hair in yeah. line for some food. And the Twitches basically just sit down and eat some cake together. And that cake looks good. Good. And they just oh, go, go and then we get a final go Twitches, go Twitches. Go Twitches, go Twitches. That really was all and in that was one freaking day. What a, okay, what time do you think it's up? What time do you think it is by the time they say go, go Twitches, go Twitches at the end? Like 10? 10. <laughs> Jeez. I really hope they're Saturday or, or whatever day it is. is pretty well Imagine relaxed. the next day is Monday. <gasps> I'm not, oh, and they have to go to work. <laughs> go to school. <laughs> Yikes. Well, that was Twitches. I think I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a oh, lot yeah. more than, like, I was entertained. Yeah, I it's, it, I mean, I think part of it is just because, obviously, Tia and Demira have such... Yeah good chemistry together and that's really what carries it it. because none of the side characters are that interesting or even that pleasant um but it's like i don't know i think they really just carry it they just have enough fun together and it's an interesting enough concept like it's a good time with a couple of jack-o'-lanterns in the background yeah and i love um a good origin witch story of i love a good origin of like i didn't know i had powers until today and they had like had no idea i love that stuff i think it's so cool it's very wish fulfillment yeah (laughs) um speaking of wish fulfillment 
I wish we had our You're Reading Disney channel, and we do a spooky You're Reading Disney channel. <gasps> you're Reading Disney channel. You're Reading Disney channel is a segment we like to do on this podcast when we talk about a specific TV show, episode, or movie. And since we're talking about the DCOM Twitches, we'll be reading a scene from Twitches. This scene is actually the scene where they first meet at the... Um, at the mall. They bump into each other and they realize they look exactly like each other and one is more happy than the other. So, Becca, would you like to be Cameron or would you like to be Alex? I'll do Alex. Are you more... I always love the down-to-earth girl. Are you more of a T or are you more of a Tamara? I don't know enough information. I feel like Alex... Say. Yeah. Well, I guess is this one of those things where they're kind of like playing the opposite of who they are in real life? Well, originally, T and Tamara were cast in the opposite roles. Interesting. But if we're basing it off of Sister Sister, they're, these are kind of the same archetypes that they played in Sister Sister, where Tia's mm-hmm. character was more down-to-earth, more studious, more by-the-numbers, and Tamara's character was more like, woohoo. So. I feel like Disney Channel is classic for casting two people in roles and then being like, we're actually playing the opposite of who we are in real life. So it wouldn't surprise yeah, me if they stretch, did that here. To stretch the um, imagination. All right. Well, that's all you need to know for this um, scene. It, this is right when they meet for the first time. So I will be playing the role of Cameron. And Becca, you will be playing the role of Alex. All right. Three, two, one. Action. Yes, yes, yes! What's going on? This is it. This is it. I knew something was going to happen today. Why do you look like me? I don't know, but isn't it cool? No! It's like we're twins. What if we are twins? Maybe we're sisters. Stay away from me. We are not sisters. Why not? We could be. Maybe we were adopted at birth. I was adopted. Were you? Of course you were. Our mother wouldn't give up just one of us. What if she did? Tragic. What are you talking about? I knew something would, ha- would happen today, but I couldn't have guessed. I could have, but I've been way off. Though I'm usually a pretty good guesser. It's your birthday today, isn't it? How did you know that? It's my birthday too. See, we are twins. Wait. Oh, this isn't happening. This is too weird. Wait, stop. And scene. And speaking of wish fulfillment... Let's talk a little bit about a lady that always fulfills our wishes. Ooh. (laughs) It's time for another Six Degrees of JLC. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. Would you like chill for a sec? So the last time I did a Six Degrees of JLC, I did them for the month of September of Song, and I just tried to see how many times I could trace um, Jamie Lee Curtis back to Brenda Song. But because this is all for Six Degrees of JLC removed from Brenda Song, I'm going to start from the back end and tie it to Jamie Lee Curtis. This is a wild one, so hold on to your hat. Your white hat. (laughs) So Tamara Mowry, star of the movie Twitches. Tamara Mowry does voice work on Family Guy. She voices the character of Esther, who is one of Meg's friends. Another famous Family Guy recurring character actor was the late Adam West, who voiced Mayor Adam West, one of the best performances. Love that character. Adam West was also the voice of Ace Hollywood at the very end of Disney's Chicken Little. Joan Cusack is the voice of Abby Mallard, a.k.a. the Ugly Duckling in Chicken Little. And Joan Cusack is in a movie called Grandview, USA, 
with Jamie Lee Curtis. What is Grandview USA? I have never freaking heard of it, but it had both of them in it, so it counts. Wow, I was wondering where you were going to end off. <laughs> That's the thing with Six Degrees of JLC. It's always a wild ride. Right. And we wouldn't speaking have it any of, other way. Speaking of wild rides, um, the ride has concluded in our month of frights, so we yes. have to rank this um, how many frights? Um, I'm going to give this a 4.5 out of 5 frights. It's pretty solid. I mean, you have, I guess, some spooky... <laughs> face coming out of the darkness imagery um you have some fun witches but this is all around just it's a good fun time for your spooky season i am going to agree with you i think it's a great thing to add on to your um watch list if you haven't it's a great time um go twitches go twitches amen to that (laughs) oh what's the disney channel lesson we learned today the disney channel lesson that i learned today is that the opposite of darkness isn't light it's love. Mm. So go oh. ahead, call your electric company, shut it down, and send over a list of your friends and family members, and it'll do the same thing. Right. Apparently. I think my Disney Channel lesson is write down some spells when you're a kid, because you never know if when you turn 21, you're going to be a witch. So true. Yeah. So if people want to find out how you defeat the darkness, Becca... Where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O. You can follow me on TikTok, Becca's Records. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Becca Stockner. You can also check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. We are YGSSG podcast on all the socials. And if you want to find me on all the social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, on Twitter, H Cameron Martin. And if you want to keep up to date on everything about this podcast, we're on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Just type in the Time Mastering Podcast. You will find us there. Um, rate and review us. Um, leave us a review on Apple Podcast. If you do, we'll shout you out and read your review on um, the next episode. Um, leave us five stars on Spotify, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. Um, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear. We love talking to you guys um, on all the social media platforms because we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it. And speaking of having fun and making this podcast, guys, our two-year anniversary is coming I up. I can't believe it. Um, in November, and we have some really, really fun. We have two guest episodes yes. for you, two guest apps for two years. Lots of really fun stuff, so you're definitely going to want to stick around this month. Um, Mm -hmm. But until next time, we'll see you later, time travelers. Always buckle your seatbelt. (laughs) 